You are now listening to A Word from the King with Marno Bossoff. Proudly brought to you by King Price Insurance, the king of insurance. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's great to have another session with you just on our culture. My name is Marno Bossoff. I'm here at our King Price offices. Uh, I'm the culture evangelist at King Price Insurance. And we're quite excited to share with you just once again a couple of our thoughts about culture and what we've done. So in this specific podcast today, this is the podcast series on um, uh, the King's, a word from the King podcast. So in this specific one, we're going to focus today on a, a very important element that we're also trying to install in our induction process. So we've already spoken about induction, what we do in induction and driving engagement and getting people on board, which is a very important element. When you have people join your team, don't underestimate the importance of engaging them on a very high level very soon on. I'm not speaking hierarchical levels, I'm speaking engagement levels. So people to be excited and uh, very enthusiastic to work within the team, become part of that team, get them inside that team as soon as possible, as strong as possible. Very important to, to drive that very intentionally. I think intentionality is an important word that we focus on, that you will be very intentional when you drive any of these processes. So we spoke about our induction process in a previous session, and we've also spoken in the, in the first session just of what importance of culture is, the definition of culture, etc. So on this one specifically, I want to speak to something that I think people very often find valuable, and that's the principle of want to versus have to. Do I have to do things, or do I want to do things? So we believe that values and beliefs drives behavior and behavior drives or has an output performance. So performance is the, res the result of behavior. Behavior is rooted in values and beliefs. So the values and beliefs that you drive are very important uh, to, to be fully aware of that. But I want to touch on just those two first primary two different uh, belief systems that people have. The first one on the negative side is um, if I believe my effort makes no difference, that's my first belief that I can have. If I believe my effort makes no difference, my behavior goes into one, uh, a have-to mode, and have-to mode of behavior causes disengaged performance. So I believe my effort makes no difference, have-to, disengaged. We refer to that as a limiting belief. Not necessarily a wrong. We don't like to speak about right and wrong beliefs, but we do talk about limiting and enabling beliefs. So that will be a limiting belief on the one side. Um, on the other side, we have a liberating or enabling belief. And that belief says that I believe my effort makes a difference, that I understand the role that I'm performing. Uh, for example, something we try and do is we try and infuse every position that we have, that people understand what the influence is they have on their team, what's the influence and impact they have on the business within their role, whatever, from the receptionist uh, straight through to our director's levels. So make sure you infuse that. When I understand that uh, my effort makes a difference, it means my behavior uh, goes into one-to mode and one-to always leads to engaged performance. Okay, once again, engagement is the thing we're trying to drive. Higher personnel, higher staff engagement. So we're driving engagement, but you have to have a liberating belief of knowing and saying, you know, I want to be here. I want to work. I want to make a difference. I believe my effort makes a difference. So if you have and you're leading a team, maybe it's very important for you to 
also explain and, and put that in each team, team member to explain that what their role is so they understand the difference their role makes. Because if they believe their effort makes no difference, they're going to go into a disengaged mode. Very importantly to drive that. One of the stats from Gallup says that, you know, they've basically done this engagement level stats uh, globally over the last 17, 18, 20 years. And annually they release those figures. Now those figures usually average out, I'm just gonna make an average of it, of about 25% that they classify as actively disengaged, 50% of a team disengaged, and 25% actively or discretionary engagement. Now discretionary engagement is something that we are, uh, it's a place or a state where we want our people. We want them to engage out of their own discretion. So out of their own discretion, you want them to be part of a team, come with solutions, make suggestions, partake in conversations, add, add to the team dynamic, add to the value, add to the knowledge uh, within the team. That's discretionary engage, and that's what we want. Disengage, the 50% they classify as, the way they define it was um, to say, those are people that just do what's required of them. They do their work, they do enough not to get fired, but they are never gonna shift the needle really, they're not gonna make a massive difference, but that's there. And then 25% of people are actively disengaged, which actually means that they want, um, they're actually working in a negative way against the team. Now, if you take those stats, that means there's 25% of people actively disengaged and 25% discretionary or actively engaged, which means those two basically cancel one another out, which leaves us then with the 50% in the middle who's just doing their job. That is what we define as the world average. Now, if you wanna be uh, a world-class company, you cannot work with average. Average is not gonna change the world. Average is not gonna make an impact. And average is not gonna grow your market share. It's not gonna take clients from another competitor. It's not gonna cause you to go into fantastic growth if you are only functioning everything you're doing on average. So the big thing, if you wanna be above average, you need to get those figures of engagement above average. So one of the tests we sometimes give to, to a leader we would say to him, what if you could replace, if your team consists of 10 people, the world average stat says, two and a half of them is actively disengaged, two and a half of them is actively engaged, and 50% is just doing their work. If you could replace two on this side with two more like these, what would that mean? That would mean you would have a team that's almost 50% actively engaged, 50% disengaged, but you don't have any of those guys anymore. That would put you way above the world average of team dynamics, which means if you are way above the average of how teams look in the world, you're gonna to tend to want to perform way above average on performance. Now that might be a very sh small, very simple test for you to do, but think through your own team. Think how many people is working in your team and ask yourself how many of those people do I actually need to really shift from actively disengaged towards actively engaged? Once again, remember when we drive engagement, we're driving performance. That's why culture is not a fluffy thing that's just somewhere in the air. Culture drives engagement, engagement drives performance. It's very important for you to get your performance levels 
That's what everybody is looking for. They want companies that is functioning well, that's uh, giving great performance of their staff, etc. I think everybody knows that language. But the bridge they struggle to build is how does culture drive that? And culture drives that by driving engagement. Engage people are just much more productive on many ways. Uh, I'll get, I'll do another session maybe on that. So let me just recap quickly what we said today. Very importantly, you have to function out of one-to mode, not out of have-to mode. And if you can just test that with many people in your team and ask yourself, how many are there just because they have to be there? Well, they're going to be disengaged. How many want to be in your company? How many people want to come to work today? Do you want to come to work? That's the big question. If you have to ask yourself this question on the 25, 50, 25%, where do you lie? Where's your performance? Are you at this moment actively disengaged, disengaged, actively engaged? Because this is where you want to be. If you are that person, fantastic. That's, that's the people that moves the needle. That's the people that shifts the team culture. That's the people that influences and, and builds a great productive company. And that's what we want to work for. 25% actively discretionary engagement, using your discretion to drive engagement. So that's very important. Uh, recapping then, uh, I have to believe my effort makes a difference and don't go into my effort does not make a difference. Define for yourself how does your effort makes a make a difference and make sure you continue to pour yourself into that. How to make a difference in your company. How, do you, how can you make a difference in your team today? Well, I can tell you now, right now. You come to work tomorrow just with a much greater attitude and you will make a difference. You'll automatically make a difference in people around you. So believe that your effort makes a difference. Be in one-two mode. Live an engaged life in everything you do. I'm Martin Boso for... This uh, culture ideas sharing from King Price Insurance Office. Thank you for tuning into a word from the King, proudly brought to you by King Price Insurance, the King of Insurance.